You are tuned into another episode of Pure Conversations. Pure Conversations is a component of the Pure Podcast. It is focused on having real conversations that point our reality back to Jesus, faith, and spirituality. Every month, we invite special guests and friends to join us as they share their personal stories in relation to the sermon series that happened Thursday night at Pure. I'm so glad you decided to join us back here for another Pure Conversation. I'm your host with the most, Tabrina J, and I want to give a toast to all of you that's tuning in for the first time. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And if this isn't your first time and you're kind of familiar with what we do here, I want to thank you for joining us for another Pure Conversation. So some of you know, we just wrapped up a worship series at Pure entitled, So Will I. Victoria Miller simply opened up week one where she challenged us to search our hearts and make sure we don't misplace our worship. Week two, Tas Sosa came and reminded us how worship is a choice and that we have to be intentional with our worship. Followed up in week three, we had Brian McIntyre who spoke about the significance of worshiping God's holiness. And to close out this sermon series, the POP himself, Jakeem Morgan, helped us not only express what worship isn't, but rather to look at what worship is and how we should worship. So to help us dig deeper into this conversation about worship, I thought what better way than to invite some great worship leaders that I know that not only speak it or sing it, but they also live this thing. And so we have Garrett Hall and Braylon Maron. I was able to sit down with them over dinner and we were able to have this conversation about worship. Um, They lead in various ways here at Water of Life and they are worship leaders and they're great friends of ours. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation we had about worship. You ready to go deeper? Let's go. Well, it's like, I've been thinking about this, um, like, cause this week on Sunday which pray for me because I still have I have like something but I don't know where it's coming from anyway but like this this idea that like God is is creator of the universe right like created us all in his image he's this omniscient all present all the time beginning and the end right and we if you the closer you draw near to him the scarier it is like there, it requires like a certain level of bravery like to look at how great he is because the more that you look and press into who he is you recognize that something has to change like who I am right now cannot stay the same if I continue to press into the wonder of who he is and that requires like a level of courage that requires a level of like bravery and so many people I think part of it too is like that whole like my people will perish for lack of knowledge right like is they just don't know they don't know they believe that Jesus is like in this corner in this box where he can only function in these capacities but he's created all these different facets for us to encounter Mm -hmm. him and they don't know that this these these other things are less scarier than like the box right Mm -hmm. but people people are are so afraid to like fail or so afraid to 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 press into something that might not work or, or that it's that hope, that lack of hope, right? Yeah. Or the lack of faith, really, because there's not a lot of truth that's being spoken into them. Yeah, like, but the thing is, too, like, the, the closer that someone draws to him, the more that they realize that their blackness can't stand in his life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so it's like, you, it, be, it, be, it, it becomes this point where you have to change. Yeah. It's like, you're like, man, it's like, you can't stand in him you can't stand that close to him or, or, or try to stand close to him with your junk. 
Yeah. Like, some of that's gonna have to peel off the more like he's gonna burn that away right. off you and you're gonna feel that yeah. because he's calling us to be pure, holy, yeah. you know, and and yeah. How do you make this experience something that you just don't experience at church? You know, for someone who goes to church and ex expects to have this encounter with God, to get close to God. Um, because I mean, if you're saying that it's an, a fear like to get close so he can see our junk, it's like, okay, well, I'll just let him see it on Sunday. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I don't yeah. want him to see it on Monday and the rest right, of the week, right, right. you know? So, you know, defining worship as, as I've always seen it, as a lifestyle, you know, it's yeah. not something you just do on one day. It is a lifestyle and you offer him, you offer up your life, you, you know? It's like, it's that whole living sacrifice thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's not just your praise time that, that you worship them, but it's like your, your, it's in your interactions with people. Mm -hmm. It's in your interactions with your kids. If you have kids or your spouse, you know, you, you, you have to embody that and say, you know what, man, God, God I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die to myself mm -hmm. in this. And I'm going to do what's pleasing in your sight in this moment, even though I want to throw something or be, or, or be whatever. It's like, no, and the more you do that, the more you become to be shaped in his image. And the moment it's a pleasing act to him because it's like I want to please you in every place in my life, not just when I'm with everybody else. Right. You know, that I want to please you in the secret place. It's like, am I digging deep wells mm. of relationship and uh, uh, am I digging am I digging deep wells of submission mm. to who you're saying I'm supposed to be, or am I just digging or am I just doing what I want to do? Right. It's like, yeah. So. But I think it's also, I think it's also like trust, because I think part of the reason we don't do the whole living sacrifice thing is because we have to give up what we want, right? But why do we want what we want? We want what we want because it makes us feel good, it gives us an identity, it gives us, there's something that is feeding this false identity that we have. But if we trust that, the Bible says that, he gives us the desires of our heart. And it's not what necessarily what we want, but what we need. So it's like, maybe it's not the thing that you want right now, but it's the thing that's gonna give you health and longevity in the long run. And if you can trust his heart that it's good, and that ultimately the thing that he has for you that feels like a sacrifice, is gonna be life breathing for eternity. If we can trust that and take the first step, mm -hmm then it's easier to acknowledge him and be aware in everything that we do because I think it's so easy in today's today's age. Everybody, like Justin Bieber follows Jesus, right? Everybody follows Jesus. I think about this all the time. Like Chance says all these things and like, I, I not know, like... Chance the Rapper, yeah. right? Should, and it's like, okay, like all of these lyrics and all these words are speaking about God, but what does your lifestyle look like? Do you wake up in the morning and like, it's, it's about that submission. It really is that submission. What does it mean for you to put Christ first in in everything that you do in your relationships? And mm -hmm. in, in it's, it's being aware that he's not just in this space, but he's everywhere, yeah. you know? And, and, he, and it's like, where is he crowned? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, are you crowning him as Lord of your life? Or is he just mm. a part of your life? Yeah. And that's mm. the and that's the problem with all this, with all these people. Yeah. Is they just, is they, Everybody is like, like, oh, I know yeah, him. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, I, yeah. I said a prayer and I know him. But, yeah. but it's like, but where is he sitting in your life now? Mm -hmm. is, he, is he just an experience that, that happened on a Sunday? Yeah. And now you just kind of put that in your pocket yeah. or is it or is it put at the forefront you know is has 
has he become the joy set before you like you were the joy set before him mm-hmm. like you know what I mean like like because he he was we were his prize and now he becomes our prize and we need to make him our prize daily otherwise he's just another person another experience yeah. that just gets put on the pile of experiences Jeez. you know and that's not who he's supposed to be well, tying in even what you were saying earlier with the that worshiping worshiping him in spirit and in truth, mm-hmm. what does that mean? <laughs> you yeah. know, like, well, is I, it a, is a heart condition? Like, how do you know you're worshiping in spirit and in truth? Yeah, I think I mean, it, well, <laughs> I can I can get all deep, but, but it's like, but you know, and that, and that's the thing. I don't I don't think it's I don't think that that's even. A mystery. I think it's it's literally you worship him with everything, mm-hmm. with the, through the truth of who, through the truth of who he is, because you believe in the truth of who he is, and and from within you, you you worship him. And people, I mean, and it's hard to get in that space because it's not always gonna feel like something. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I think that people That's... are like, I'm expecting to feel this, yeah. but yeah. it's like it doesn't matter what you feel because God sees your effort. Because if you're listening, and, and, and I mean your effort in going along with the crowd, or your effort in like, man, God, I really want, I really want to give you everything I have in this, in this moment. I want to give you everything I have, and I, you know, you know, even if it's just this little bit, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm going to worship you in spirit, you know, I'm going to worship you in the truth of who you are, because mm-hmm. I believe, I believe mm-hmm. in you. Yeah. So God, hear, hear my, what was it like? God wants us to, to be real with him. Yeah, absolutely. So so if you come come, come with him with all the fake gun, he can like see it. Yeah. You know, he he knows. He's like, just be real with me. Yeah. You know, what did someone say? Some so, someone said, uh, it was Pastor Chase said. He said, doubt is the evidence of faith. And I was like, because you can't doubt something if you don't. If, if you never believe him, mm. he's like you know atheists just don't b- believe, but 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 a person who has doubts means that there are things that you believe, yeah. and you're and just you're doubting just that. Questioning about it, yeah. yeah, and that's and that's the thing. It's like you have to. It's okay to be kind of halfway there, mm-hmm. but at least you're halfway. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you're not like this is just yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. like, like he know he that's knew that point. we would have those those things, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You were on a great point because uh, the story that comes to mind is the one where um, the guy, he has unbelief, right? He says, um, Father, I believe, or yeah. he says, I believe, but help my yeah. unbelief, yeah. you know? Absolutely. So yeah. it's like something about that authentic part that he's like coming to Jesus like, I believe, you know, I yeah. have an ounce of it. Can you yeah. look past my little yeah. bit that I don't, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's like a lot of people who have like broken perspective of Jesus. And I think in spirit and truth is also like, the truth of who you are so it's like that means all your brokenness that means or, or i think we we have this misconception that like jesus only wants the best part of you but it's kind of like what he was talking about mary and how like he she brought the worst of the worst and poured it out onto him and that was still considered praise and he he quieted the disciples and she was putting the worst of herself on him and he says i i, I want it that's that's the kind of praise that's what it means to like worship in spirit and in truth is being truthful with who you are and where you're at and that means like hey like i know i'm not living like maybe the path i'm not on the path that god wants me to that doesn't mean he doesn't want your worship it doesn't mean he doesn't want anything to do with you 
in fact, it's I think the reverse. It's those moments that shift destiny into where you're supposed to be, you know? So in your words, how would you describe worship personally for you? Like, oof. That's it. I don't know. I mean, um, I mean, I do know, but it's hard to put the right words because it's like, I mean, because for me, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, it's like the giving of everything that I have mm-hmm. to, to him. That everything is you is in my life is put on the altar to be used in any way that it can be for for to, to worship him. Yeah. So you could have all of it. Yeah. You could have my, you have my family, you have my finances, you have my, you know, my voice, my talents, my all of it. It's all it's all yours. Yeah. And I and I and I recognize that I didn't give myself any of these things. Yeah. So, so, in so in that with that mindset, I just give it to, back to you, and you know, it's like you take what he's giving you and give it back to him. Yeah. And then you and then you, and then you wait for instructions <laughs> of what to do with it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and I mean, it's weird, but it's like if someone, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of like I don't even know. It's kind of like if someone is like, hey, here's, you know, here's a hundred bucks, and they give it to you, and then you're like, okay, well, here you have it back now, what do you want me, what do you, or thanks, but what do you want me to do with this? Like, you know, so, but I'll just follow your instructions with what to do with this. I I don't know, that, that, for me, that's just, I just make that, it's kind of like, like, nothing's off limits from him. Yeah, yeah. So, he can just have it all, and... And yeah, and I'm just gonna roll with what he because he knows best. Uh, I think it's like I think it's a constant state of like awareness of like just how good God is, like what he said, like all of this, this things that he has to give us. But also like a constant state of surrender, constant state of like, okay, this is my natural response. Like, what would Christ have me do in this moment? what does it look like for me to be kind on the freeway? Like, what does it look for me to, like, not be upset that somebody cut me in line? Like, what would, that's, like, those are the moments that, like, that I can't, the other day I was at Sprouts, and, like, they didn't charge me for my milk, you know? And I, like, walked back, and I said, hey, you can charge me for my milk. That's it. And that in itself is an act of worship. I walked outside, and a lady came up to me and said, hey, I saw what you did. I saw what you did, and, and good energy is coming your way. Like obviously she wasn't a Christian, but she saw something <laughs> different in that moment, and that that brings worship to Jesus. Like it wasn't a song. It wasn't. I didn't even speak yeah. about. I didn't say the word Jesus, but Jesus was glorified in that moment because she recognized him in the honesty and in like yeah. in what it means to surrender. What might be easy. Yeah. For what's 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 gonna glorify him really i like what you said with the worship is not a song <laughs> okay growing up in church <laughs> we always hear that oh you know um this is praise and worship you yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. or like it's a certain sound that it has to be in order for it to be considered worship music but um, you guys are giving examples that worship is beyond just a sound um, yeah absolutely so because, yeah yeah well i think you bring your <laughs> You come in, I, I think it's like a time to actively worship, mm-hmm. and then the praise is the, the music part, or, mm-hmm. the, or the songs and things, you know, mm-hmm. not to be so practical, but yeah, it's like the, the 
the we all to, in in this moment we all choose to to give God our worship through praise through, songs. Right. I think of it that way. I think it's like we worship through praise. So we use that the vehicle of music in that moment. Um, in the pray in the, in the music. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But worship isn't always a song. It's an action. Uh, you know. Um, um, can you go back? I know we we discussed it a little bit earlier, but just for this, um, what does it mean when you set an atmosphere? Set an atmosphere. Yeah. Why Why is that so important? Um, I guess even as we're talking about, of course, you know, in a praise setting, you know, when you're gathered together, body of believers, you know, setting an atmosphere for that, setting an atmosphere maybe even in your home, you know what I mean? Like, what is so necessary for that? And for me, like, I, to, if I'm being all the way honest, like, I have to be, like, in a healthy state of mind, like, and, and that means, like, being in the spirit, feeding the spirit, and being in a constant state of awareness of, like, of that he's present, so like he and he wants to engage with me. He wants to be a part of from what I wear that morning to to you know what I say to the lady at Sprouts to what I sing uh, in worship. Like being aware of that. I think it also comes with like a with with a gratitude. Like in the best and worst of situations for me, it's like being thankful for everything and everything. Give thanks. Come enter his cates with thanksgiving. Like like really just. Being constant state of gratitude, surrender, and awareness of who he is. Um, constant state of awareness. Constant, you said constant state of awareness. Mm-hmm. I, my thing is, it's just you're, it's, it's, it's. I just get the word like it's your posture. Mm-hmm. It's like, are you postured? Is your are you positioned and ready? Mm-hmm. That everything is positioned and ready to. To, to receive what God has mm-hmm. um, for that moment, you know, um, setting that atmosphere, setting, you know, it's kind of like, you know, sitting at a, a dinner table and, you know, the table set and ready mm-hmm. to receive the, the, the meal and the, and the food and stuff to, to be consumed, even though it's not there yet, it's mm-hmm. set to receive. So are we? So are we setting our hearts? Are we p- p- positioned in a way to give to the Lord and receive what He is just pouring out that day? Um, so I mean, that's why I mean. That's good because then there's a sense of expectation in that. Absolutely. Because it's not like you'll set a table and not expect to get no food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, right, like right. you're like, oh, we about to eat today. Yeah, you know, yeah, or even yeah. 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 So I love that. And the other thing too with that is, you know, how are you setting that table? Is it just set with paper plates, or or, or, uh, or, or are you putting out like fine dining? The, yeah. the expensive <laughs> where I mean, and and I would say that God's calling us to put out all the expenses to yeah. really be pre- prepared yeah. are you going to bring a teacup or are you going to bring a bucket yeah mm-hmm. because i'm going to bring a bucket because i want to get i want to get the most i can get from him <laughs> yeah you know yeah. um so yeah, yeah. i just thought <laughs> bad 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 metaphor <laughs> but like you know when they have that free slurpee day <laughs> Yeah. It's like yeah. that, you know, where you're going to come with your little, like, right. styrofoam cup, you come with your bucket, get yeah. some of that Holy Spirit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm yeah. Well, um, how long have you guys also, I know you guys both serve as worship leaders mm. in different capacities and areas and ways, so 
Well, Braylon, how long have you been a worship leader and what do you enjoy most? I think I think worship has been on me from like a really young age, but I don't think I've I had the opportunity to walk into um, like my giftings and all of that until recently. Um, so I've been part of the worship team for about three years now. Um, and Water of Life has like radically changed the way I think about worship and what I consider to be worship. Um, so I'm really grateful for like our teams and our, and our church family. That's really changed like the dynamic of how I worship. Um, just because it's now from like a space of healing. And so for me when I do worship, depending on the space like that I'm in and like, but um, I really enjoy sharing the healing. Like for me it's like I have this thing and you need it and I get to sing it in a song. Like I get to share it with you in a song or I get to sing about the truth that radically changed the path that I was on. That for me that's like the most exciting part and um yeah like I really get excited like to to share just who God is because I think there was such a broken perspective for me. And I feel that some, when I walk into a room or when I'm about to do worship, when you can feel the same perspective that you used to have, mm. it's exciting to be able to share like this good news that, hey, you don't have to live like that. Mm. There's there's this hope. There's a peace. There's somebody who wants to break you out of that bondage. That to me is like super exciting. What's difficult when you're leading? There's so many different things that I think go into like leading worship that are like difficult for me personally (laughs) um like one of them is like just getting out of your own headspace like one number one but it's also like um hmm trying to think what would be the the hardest thing for me is definitely like maybe people who are not receptive sometimes so like to what god has for them and i think that's tough but for me it's a little bit different i think it would be like also like keeping track of all the things that are happening like you have to be very aware of like so many things i think like Okay, what is like, what's happening behind me? What's happening in front of me? What am I doing? Hey, I think I was supposed to sing this lyric. I didn't. Like, there's so much, there's so much happening. But, but, um, so it's, it's really, for me, it's like being in that moment, present in what present. God has, um, is for everyone and for myself, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. All right, Mr. Garrett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, the question was, um, how long have you been leading worship? And what do you enjoy most about being doing worship or leading? And then what would be the difficult or the challenge you find with leading? <laughs> no, it's a lot, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I've been leading worship for. No, I've been leading for for a minute. We going back? No, um, no, I've been probably I've like really leading worship, been a part of your team or leading for 17 years. Um, it's a long time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, once I realized, so, so once I like, because the thing for me, it didn't start like in this big glorious place. Like I was literally, my, my worship journey started at the back of a room and someone, uh, and, and a pastor called something out of me just in, in conversation and he, and, and he saw what God was doing. If it, if, it, if it wasn't for that conversation, I don't know where I'd be, you know, because I used to be in the music industry and all that stuff, but God was like, he saw me for who I was and just kind of poured water on it, you know, mm-hmm. um, so I've been doing it for 17 years, um, I've been at Water of Life doing it for 17 years for the most part, um, 
on and off uh, just in different capacity. But um, but the thing that I enjoy, mm-hmm. the thing that I enjoy yeah, the most, the, yeah, you enjoy about Lydia. Um, I mean, I just enjoy the presence, mm-hmm. and I need and what do, doing whatever I can to lead people into his his presence is super super important. You know, the whole uh, important thing is, is that I get out of the way, but I also lead the way, which is kind of weird. It's like we get out of the way and lead the way <laughs> at the same time. He's like time. dropping yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. You know, but get out of the way and lead the way. Get out of the way and lead, and lead the way. Be, because, that should be a shirt. I'm just because, saying, like, <laughs> for real, like a worship conference yeah, or something. Yeah. I'm out just saying, the, I could see out that. Out the streets. Get out of the way and lead the way in the streets. Get out of the streets and be, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But God just trying, I mean, it, it, because we need to be who we fully are. Yeah. And that's the, and that's the thing. It's like, what I enjoy is that I, is that I, is that I can be who I am, mm-hmm. you know, and it takes a long time to get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not like, you know, you're going to just realize and just know who you are, so you're just going to do whatever, but it's super important. Like I had to learn it. it it's like, we, it, but that's why I say, like, when, when you submit to who God says you are, he can then really kind of take you to where he's trying to take you. And, and for me, I had to, like, submit completely to who he says I am, you know. And once I did, he opened up all kinds of other stuff for, for me. My worship leading changed. Like, the, the dynamic of it, was, it, it changed drastically because now he's beginning to show me things. Now he's beginning to show me people. Yeah. He's beginning to give me discernment in the moment and to feel the room and like really know, like, like I love and hate knowing everything that's going on yeah. in, the, in the room because it's like, wow. it's yeah. like, it's like, but I also know that I'm interceding for, for the people in the room. Um, but there's just nothing about being his, there, there's just something about being in his presence that there's nothing like it at all. And you just get, and you're addicted to it. Like I'm addicted to his presence and uh, there's just something that and you want to create it all the time you want to create it all the time yeah. you want to bring people there you yeah. want to you know activate it and release it on people yeah. um, because it's because it's not just that but it's something that we carry because the Holy Spirit lives in us yeah. and carries presence but yeah. there's something about the culmination of all of everyone <laughs> yeah. bringing you know like entering into his presence with purpose and, and and being able to kind of lead that yeah. while getting out of the way wow. is a. Is so, a, what would be a know. difficult part that you've either noticed or seen or experienced um, as being a worship leader? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. or maybe something that you're just like, oh, like I just wish, you know, or a frustrating well, part. And you do you ever get frustrated as a worship leader? Okay. Well, yeah, yeah but yeah. because I've been in this so long, yeah, you know. I have to get, I really get my emotions kind of out of the way, you know, I just know that God's going to do what he's going to do, but, but I do, I gotta, you know, gotta continue to just not make it about me mm. and just, and just function in obedience because mm. easily you're perfectionist or whatever you're yeah. musically you want things to be mm-hmm. to be excellent but most people in the room don't even catch that stuff you know they don't even know it's like I can't I, there there needs to be a space where you say you know what I just 
you know, I know the heavens are gonna fix it in a moment. Yeah. Like, and I, and, but I, I, it took me years to learn that, too, because it's, it's <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, we could bowl on this forever yeah. and try to, yeah. but in the end, you know, that passing 30 seconds or whatever, is that really a big deal? Like, I can't get hung up on that, you know? Yeah, I wanna see people engage. But you can't even let that be a thing that right. frustrates you because you can't judge what you see. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, in the end, it's like I just want to <laughs> make sure that we're bringing God our, I'm, that I'm bringing Him my best, that the team is bringing Him their best, yeah. you know, and that and that it's something that does not draw attention to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good. <laughs> If you guys had to choose your favorite worship song right now, oh, what would man. it be? One. <laughs> it's all one. In the season, right? Like, like every 20 minutes. Yeah. It depends on what day it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm feeling, what clouds are outside. Okay, but what's playing on your plate? Like, if it was on repeat mm. right now, like you could hear it about 10, 10, 12 times. Say it at the same time. What if it's the same time? Okay, time? ready? ready? One. one. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait you got to get it. I, I got a couple, man. I'm just gonna... <laughs> but, I, but, but the one that I think has rocked me this year, I know that one. Do you want it? No, yeah, we want it. Okay. We want it. Come on, come on. No, it's uh, Defender. Shoot, I was oh, gonna say Defender, bro. You guys yeah. could have did it together. Okay. Like when I'm when I'm feeling like low, I'm mm-hmm. feeling like you know things are not, and I feel like a little ball of poop, you know. <laughs> I remind my I, that song has yeah. just been on my heart, and it's just like hey, like I love the lyrics. You, yeah, I, that's you what I was gonna say. What is it know, about? Yeah. You know, yeah. you go before I know um, that you, to fight the world. I don't even like he's doing everything yeah. for me, and all I had to do is praise. All I had to do was worship. Yeah. All I had to do was bow down. Yeah. That's all I had to do. I didn't have to you know do anything extraordinary. Like he's already doing yeah. it for me. And when I feel not extraordinary, it's yeah. amazing to know there's an extraordinary God doing the extraordinary for me. Yeah, yeah, there's something. Yeah, that song. Yeah, that song. Yeah, woo! Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, the thing that gets it kind of hard with the song though is like most people probably end up only doing the, the chorus and the bridge because the first verse. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go before I know. Yeah. Even though, even though you've gone to win my war, you, you come back with the head of my, head. I was of just my about enemy. Scared me of the paper. See, it's too, yeah. it's too, it's too much. But no, it's beautiful. To me, it's beautiful because it's like contrasting like the tenderness of God. Like, yeah. the, the music, because the part that part where she sings it, it's so sweet. It's like mm-hmm. so sweet, but it's like, yo, but God is out there cutting off the head of my enemy, like in the sweet tenderness, like for his baby girl. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, like at first, to the table that said before first, you. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't really know how I feel about this song. Cut off the heads of my enemy. Like I just That's really don't know. And then, but you catch me in my car, like 20 minutes before I get here. You know? like, just, Crying my eyes out yeah. while you're driving all over yeah, the freeway yeah. in traffic. Just, it's just rough because you get in there and you can see people walking in church, look at the word on the screen, like, <laughs> Does that say 
The, me? What? Right. Like with the head? Heads of my, what? Head of Miami. There's like a, all kinds of visuals yeah. with that, right? You know, but yeah, that song has been my jelly. I love it. You know. Um, That's funny. Cause... Well, there's two. Uh, oh, there's another one. Okay, wait. Okay. We have the second okay, one. On that one. Okay, too, round two, round two. And I'm nervous. Second. I feel like it's not gonna be too much. We are. Are we gonna say the same one? We are. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Peace. No, I'm gonna say that one. I'll say regular love. That was like three. Okay. I mean, Okay. Yeah, that's like an overlapping. Like everybody loves it. Yeah. I'm a little over it right now, so I'm in defender. But okay. No, no, I know. But peace is one that. And there's a whole thing with that too, with peace. But peace is excellent. I think peace is the song. I think peace is the song right now that that our region specifically needs um, to listen to. Um, that's why I tell I'm gonna try to activate or whatever. But the yeah. song is just, ooh, goodness. Be, be, just, just because it's, there's no song really that directly combats, in my opinion. Um, depression and anxiety and suicide mm. and all these emotions that you've all these things you've experienced prior to you know and and it's super powerful i just started listening to that song like this week. that's a hard song to sing me to the other sideways very <laughs> just you know y'all were wondering <laughs> yeah. So special thanks to Garrett and Brayland for joining us as we discuss this topic about worship. I hope this conversation challenged you in a way to think of worship as being more than just a song, a moment, or an experience you only have at church. But how can you personally shift worship as being the way in which you live? If you aren't able to join us for this So Will I series, you can catch the replays of the messages right here on our Pure Podcast. Once again, I'm your girl, Tabrina J, and I hope you'll join us next month for another Pure Conversation. Until then, keep worshiping.